Episode number 420. We're definitely approaching that point. Like That's the whole point of what these companies are doing, these marketplaces, eBay, Airbnb, Churro. They're trying to make it as convenient as possible right. for you to get on their platform, and they're going to keep working towards that. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Hoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Huff. Folks, you know your boy is always fired up, but especially on shows like today, folks, where you could take an opportunity from like your own home and we all want to be our own boss. Setting our, uh, uh, the, the best thing about entrepreneurship, folks, is that you set your own time, you set your own rules, your own terms. Uh, but now we're bringing uh, uh, someone that's really helping people do that at scale. Mr. Neil Perek. Neil, are you ready to be real? I'm ready, Travis. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. And my dude is doing this remotely. He said since he started the business seven years ago, folks, he has been traveling the globe remotely, currently in Tel Aviv. Um, And take me, before we get into the business, before we get into the nitty gritty, were you always into entrepreneurship? Were you always uh, selling things, building things, uh, creating things? Uh, it was kind of always in the back of my head, Travis. I started this off, and I, I guess I was at the entrepreneurial itch because my parents they had small businesses. Travis, you remember the old school video rental stores? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like like blockbusters and stuff. Yeah, right. they had a couple of video rental stores. So I kind of grew up around business, and I always thought I'd get into local business, and that's eventually what I did do uh, after some time. Got you. So, what, so did you have your first entrepreneurship? Uh, was this the first business, or did you do a prior business before this one? I mean, a bunch of side hustles like you know, you're in college and you're right. selling stuff on the side or right. like importing Chinese sneakers and selling them on eBay, stuff like that. Right. Uh, but, and this would be the first bigger scale business. I actually worked in right out of college, I ended up working in venture capital for a few years, started this as a side hustle, then took a full time afterwards. Dude, isn't that, those are the best too, when it actually turns in from a side hustle business into, and I always, I always say the best businesses are bootstrapped, especially in today's day and age where you can do everything, Zoom, Google Docs, Google Drive. Right. If you have too big of a business, you can hire an AWS to help scale your servers. You don't have to be buying these $100,000, $500,000 servers like you did 20 years ago. Um, right. There's just so many ways to scale that I find that like, if you're not bootstrapping it, it's kind of like, why are you not bootstrapping it? Like, And you feel like, the ones that aren't bootstrapping are really not going to survive. They're just going to be good at taking the check mm. and then taking the check. And then that's easy to take a check. It's easy to sell a story. It's easy to, you know, hope a project can happen. But I always tell the kids in high school when I t- teach the <clears> kids <throat> in high school, when I talk to the you know, entrepreneurship classes, even mm-hmm. in colleges, you don't have a real business unless you have a, a check, a piece of cash, uh, you know, cash app now, crypto payment, whatever that payment is. And so that first payment is so important for mm. The, you know, the telltale of the business. What was that first payment for you? Like, I know this is this business, folks, is called Made This. You guys are helping scale in many different ways, helping entrepreneurs, as well mm-hmm. as obviously the end result. We want to have our houses clean. We want to keep our houses clean. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody I mean, wants it, that. Everybody wants that. <laughs> yeah, Travis, for your question, like, what was that first check? Is that so important? It was um, well, when I originally started, it was just made this. So we just did home cleaning. And then eventually we started to get calls from people who wanted Airbnbs. And now we're actually selling mm. franchises for it, right? For made this cleaning. But at the right. first, the first sale was, uh, I didn't know what I was doing. I just started it by, I was on a, on Reddit at work when I was supposed to be working. 
checked out Reddit, found a post of a guy who started a cleaning company. I thought, let me just copy the steps of this. So I was copying the steps. And one part one part was just turning on ads. And I was like, all right, let me just turn on this thing called Google Hours. I don't know what it is. Started it, got a call, got a sale. Wow. And I didn't know what I was doing at the time, but I was working at my corporate job. And of course, so excited, ran outside, started dancing. Right. Like, I can't believe this actually worked. This is incredible. I actually got money from this. Right. Uh, and that was like the star, right? That money milestone. And then kind of kept growing from there. And they paid online. Paid online. Well, they wow. get, they call, yeah, they, they, everything online. Easy online booking. So... So that just shows you because a lot of that business too is cash too. Like they come to your house and all of a sudden they like like a gardener or something like that. A lot of right. the businesses in the old school model, you don't know when to pay them. It's like all weird. It, it, there's no invoicing. There's no trackability. Um, and I always believed a lot of it needed that disruption. But this is a beautiful model too because then you found obviously like like many of the the hardships of any business is the talent. Who's going to come clean right. the house? That's all said and done, my man Neil. You got the sale. But who's going to come do the house? And that is the next big step where you found, mm-hmm. you know, not only are you going to find a cleaner, but you can turn this person into essentially an entrepreneur for you, uh, you know, at scale. And and obviously for their for their own for their own selves, you know, um, uh, which is an incredible thing. It's a two part. The, per- the person is cleaning can also be the entrepreneur as well. Right. Right. Right, exactly. Yeah, a lot of the cleaners are their own businesses. They're independent contractors. They actually have their own book of clients. So many of them came to us and started working. And I started giving them work and they're loving it, right? They grew their own business and became very, very big as well. So you're totally right. There's two parts of the ecosystem. One part's getting the customers in. The other part is using the same marketing tactics to find cleaners as well, right? So there's definitely two pieces of the pie. I kind of think about it as a seesaw where you have customers on one end, the cleaners on the other hand, and you have mm-hmm. to kind of balance the whole thing. That's the game. That's what we're playing. I know that that from my local girl that was even helping scale her little local cleaning business and stuff like that. Um, that was some of her biggest problems is also the turnover issue for her. You mm-hmm. know, finding she have a lot of opportunities. Hey, I'm cleaning these new houses. I got uh, you know there she's helping clean. I think new housing developments when they like to sell the house that they clean like seven times yeah. or something crazy. And so she got into a few of those contracts, and then she had her regular book of clients. But then she's like, how can I do it all? Well, I have to find new people, and then she's having to try to figure it out. So you guys have also have to probably figure out a really good way of training these people possibly, or also maybe figuring a way of method of how you guys do it versus anybody else or kind of some process on, uh, on how that works. Yeah. And a lot of it's just like, I didn't know what I was doing before. I was like a finance dude, right? I don't know anything about the cleaning part. So what I realized over time, a lot of it just depends on who you recruit. Mm. So I knew marketing well, like, and I kind of figured out over time. So I figured, hey, if I'm really good at the recruiting funnel, then I don't have to do as much work, let's say on the training funnel or, mm-hmm. or that or that piece of the pie. So I got really, really good at making sure our recruiting funnels solid to get the best cleaners in to begin with. And then right. therefore there's less needed on the actual training side of it. But yeah, it's tough. And like part of that uh, goes back to like the software we're using. We focus a lot on the Airbnb cleanings. And the way the software we use works, it could actually hook into Airbnb, VRBO, whatever. Anytime a guest checks out with one of our hosts, it can automatically schedule cleaning on our system. So making sure the team members we onboard and the cleaners we onboard know how to use that system, right? right? Just to make it easy for the end customer, which is the host. That's key, right? A lot of what people are buying is just the tech piece, the convenience piece. Like, sure, the cleaning, the cleaner has to be really good at what they're doing, but right. that should be just a given, right? That they're going to clean the place. So they need to learn really the tech piece in order to make things very seamless for the customer. So that was the big learning curve, I think, more than anything. Mm. And then the next layer that you probably never even saw 
when you first started the business was the Airbnbs were going to be coming on board and uh, needing you to clean their places every single day, week, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. And like I know people were starting calling and I said, I don't we don't do that. Right. right. I looked into it and this is back in like 2014, 2015. Then I realized like, yeah, there's so much more volume, a very high turnover, and no one's doing it. Right. So we shifted and now we're actually the first and only Airbnb cleaning franchise that exists in the US. Wow. So that's your main primary focus then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we do both residential as well as Airbnbs. And depending what market we're in, it might shift like more residential versus Airbnb, but uh, definitely Airbnb niche is the focus. Dude, what a crazy thing, man. I mean, can you imagine? Because there's probably going to be a whole nother tier of that for commercial cleaning and for, I, yeah. I, don't only, I can only just imagine like restaurants and just so many different things that need to be cleaned that like you see some of these restaurant impossible shows and stuff like that. And it's like cleaning is such a, piece to the business that if they don't have that it kind of messes everything up and then a lot of the businesses mm-hmm. they kind of have the 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 employees do the cleaning which they don't do and then it just over time builds where the restaurant is just like kind of crappy versus a restaurant that has nice and clean you go in the re- the bathroom rooms are nice and clean etc you just have a better feel so i can only just imagine scaled up to businesses and to so many different verticals at some point if if that if that's the model at some point or just stay niche to the airbnb because that's obviously crushing you know what i mean it's a yeah it's it's always that that debate of whether you go wider and you want to or stay very very focused because you're right there are so many different niches you can get into of course there's like commercial but even outside of that you could go like hey we're going to specialize in yoga cleaning right or like gym cleaning and that's such a small niche dentist offices, like you said, restaurants, like there's an infinite amount of different niches to go to. Where do you actually go? I kind of realized for services like that, where there's an unlimited number of things, it's much easier, at least for us to kind of stay in our lane saying, Hey, look, we're going to be the Airbnb cleaning guys. That's what we're known for. That's what we're going to be good at. That's it. Uh, But the cool part is God forbid that fails or something else happens. There's so many different ways to make money. Yeah. in the cleaning industry right it's things are gonna get dirty no matter what if it diverse if it if it changes you diversify you adapt you move uh accordingly which every great right. entrepreneur does <laughs> uh if you if you want to stay in business that is uh i was like the airbnb guys because they were just doing the uh the cereal boxes they were they were doing everything to survive the cockroaches yep. are the greatest entrepreneurs they are doing everything to survive and then it, it obviously becomes what it is today an incredible yeah. business, a two-sided model like yourself. You're the Airbnb hosts are making money. The Airbnb uh, guests are provided a nice uh, place to stay, experiential uh, for families, especially. You can't get hotel rooms with three or four bedrooms, you know, without right. Doesn't exist. You're gonna have to buy two rooms and on. Uh, you're talking, you know, five thousand a night in rooms versus the five thousand dollar for the week uh, Airbnb. Uh, and then obviously on the flip side, the hosts, hey, they're happy. Hey, five thousand bucks pays the mortgage. Uh, right. you know, I think there's going to be some interesting things with the, with the financing and scaling of Airbnbs and stuff as the, 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 the prices go up to be real mm-hmm. I'm talking to some of the investors that do that, uh, at a bigger level, because it was easier when interest rates were a lot less to Very just low. go, Hey, I'm going to go get 10. I'm going to go to another five more Airbnbs. I'm going to go do this. Hey, you can't do that when it's at 12%. And Airbnb vacant, uh, is, uh, they're, they're down a little bit. Their sales are down. It's not like horrible, but so talking to some of my guys that are doing it big time, they're down slightly. It's just normal. Let's just be real. In these times, people are going to choose a little bit more of affordable option. They're still crushing it because mm-hmm. they can still break even at 60% or 70%. You know, they still are still doing well, but they're going to have to be smarter. Let's just be real, Neil. I mean, you can't do 
the same thing at scale. But I think you'll find probably too, you'll have more people that are just uh, solo operators, you know, like less people doing it at scale and more people just like say, hey, my house has a backyard thing. Let's just do it Airbnb because gas prices are high. And you know what I mean? I, I think that might happen more. So that opens even more opportunity for you guys, obviously. Yeah. And it's so interesting because I think Airbnb started that way, right? It was just kind of like, oh, I have an extra room. Let me just go ahead and rent it out. And then over time, it started to become much more formalized. Now there's entire private equity funds devoted to getting short-term rentals, growing that huge property management companies doing it. So yeah, I think you're right in some capacity where eventually it might scale it down a little bit, but I think the ones who are probably going to survive it more are just the ones who are really good operators, not over-bloated property managers, but maybe shrewd property managers know what they're doing and some of the ones who might not make it are ones who are kind of like half doing it don't really know what they're doing but kind of got into it and of course if everyone's making money it's good but all of a sudden if you got to be a really good operator in the down market yeah. it's going to be kind of tough for a lot of people right. so i think the, those the guys sharks win baby the sharks win yeah, yeah there we go you know, the you know those and also that's a great time to lean in you know might be a great time to lean in on airbnb like i said those that have never even tried it this is a new uh, uh, way for them to make revenue from their house. Hey, someone wants to live in my house. I'll go get the stay at the hotel that's a hundred bucks down the corner. Rent my house out for seven grand, whatever it right. is. And, you know, I mean, they might just get more smart and tactical. Like I always say, with your eBay card or eBay collections, you can put the card up on eBay. It doesn't have to leave your house until you actually uh, accept an offer. You know, and so yeah. that was that was a big part about the B- eBay business. I always try to educate people about. Hey, why not? Otherwise, this stuff just sitting inside your house. Otherwise, this stuff just sitting inside your, you know, your closet, and you don't even know if you get and get an offer or not. Yeah, now maybe obviously you, you want to have a, a hundred thousand dollar card. You don't want to take two dollars for it, but mm-hmm. but you could put it up for a hundred thousand and see if someone offers you, you know, fifty grand. Hey, someone offers me fifty. That's a serious offer. Okay, let's negotiate. Do I want to let this card go for fifty, uh, et cetera? Blah blah blah. But I think more and more people, as you get into tighter times, will think of. The Airbnb is, hey, I got this real estate. What am I doing with it on the weekends? I mean, let's 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 learn about it. Let's figure out how to turn. So I think the model actually Airbnb goes up over time. I just think it's uh, yeah, it's probably less people in the venture space doing it as easy because the financing is not as easy. It's more hand by hand houses. Like, hey, I got the mortgage. We're already doing this. Let's go to the coast for the weekend and let someone stay at our place and, and make a little money or you know, um, etc. So I think it actually grows personally. Oh, I like that thought. And uh, you're right. There's a scrappiness factor. Scrappiness. Right? Of, like, That's just, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Just keep getting the individual entrepreneurs in, making money. I 100% agree, especially in the down market. Right. So that's where people need to get smart. You just need to work a little harder, find wait. You're already paying for it. That's the best part about the Airbnb or, yep. or, or the mall is you already got the investment in it. And if you're not using or there's a, if someone's willing to cash you out at you know 10 times your normal daily rate, basically for your own. Uh, a lot of people will just go get a hotel and let the people stay at their house. Or uh, in some situations, I saw that uh, a few of the Airbnbs you say that they like go on vacation, they go camping, or they go do something and let the people enjoy the the, the Airbnb on the weekend. So uh, I think more people. I think a lot of people are. Uh, yeah, and I, th- I think a lot of people are worried about like what am I going to do about the cleaning? Right, I don't know how to handle that. That's exactly what made this franchise is for, right? So exactly trying to target that market of letting people do that exactly by outsourcing to have made this franchise in their territory right dude dude i love this model man such a good model my dude <laughs> and uh 
what are what are the some of the biggest challenges you have now? The business is scaled. That you're at a whole different level. That you you know, I can only imagine you have different worries that you did when you were first starting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, you know, we I still have my corporate locations, which are running in California, uh, Los Angeles, and San Francisco. So those are kind of running. Uh, That's your own, uh, like your own physical locations that, that you own. Yep, yep. Those are the ones I uh, I own now, and we have about five franchise locations. So a lot of my time is devoted to the franchisees, making sure they can grow, making sure they're supported. Right. And it's still relatively new. It started franchising only a couple of years ago. Um, so a lot of my focus is on making like how do I make this the best support system possible for them? Right. What do they need? What do they need to grow? And a lot of them are still young, right? They're new franchisees still growing, so kind of working alongside them while they scale. That's been a lot of my focus, and it's kind of going back to like. The unknown unknowns. I don't know what I don't know because it's such a new industry with franchising. Right. Uh, so trying to solve that has been uh, something which is like more of a challenge than I've had encountered in the past. But it's fun. Mm. It's definitely a new challenge for me. But that's definitely uh, the the toughest point right now. I can only imagine. I can only imagine that. And like anything, once you get the sale, like I said in the marketing industry, it's what have you done for me lately? It's the same thing yep. in franchise. I can only imagine like, what have you done for me lately? You know, what's going on next? And I work mm -hmm. with a lot of franchisees in the in the business, so I know how it is. And you just want to show them what else you're doing for them. Obviously, in your situation too, that you're bringing them on to the team. So uh, the capabilities are just like I said. I think the uh, the scale of what you guys are doing is great because I do believe over time the Airbnbs over time grow up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. more more and more people learn about it and just like why not? Just like the scale of uh, Turo or some of these other ones over time go up right. because it's just like why not? Like I'm already have this investment sitting in my garage. Someone wants to rent it out and cash me out for my payment for the weekend. Okay, there's insurance around it. If they wreck it, oh well. And uh, you know, and you just kind of lose the 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 worry that someone's gonna mess it up. And the like I say on eBay, I always love the eBay sale uh, transaction is when you cash out and you let that card go to someone else. It's a joy to to know that it's going to a happy home, like just like a rental mm. or just like an Airbnb. But it's also a joy to make the sale. Yep. It's a two-part joy. As much as just holding a million cards or just having a million houses or having a million cars, the joy of having the Airbnb model is you get to provide that experience and you're also, you know, providing the the cash out to uh to obviously make it all happen. Otherwise, you couldn't mm -hmm. do it. You pay for the, you know, but a lot of times, like I said, people are just sitting on this stuff. They're just not, they're just it's sitting there. You know, especially in some of these valuable real estate places. Yeah. Uh, if you're not I thinking think you're about totally it, right. it's just putting like it up as a listing, you know, just put it up as a listing and see yeah. what people say, you know? I think it's the knowledge of how easy it is now with technology for, let's say, eBay, right? Like the fact that it's so easy to take a picture and throw it online. And right. hopefully over time, they're making it easier and easier and easier to the point where people who are super lazy and have never thought about technology before are now like, oh, this is super easy to do. I might as well do it. Yeah. So it, we're definitely approaching that point. Like that's the whole point of what these companies are doing, these marketplaces, eBay, Airbnb, Churro. They're trying to make it as convenient as possible right. for you to get on their platform. And they're going to keep working towards that. So 100% agree. Over time, it's going to get to a point where it's just like, hey, might as well just throw stuff up because it's so easy for me to do anyways. Yeah, just have a process. If, if it gets cashed out, meaning you've got a booking, you just, okay, cool. I'm going to go do this now. You know what I mean? Right. And, and oh, if it's a car, okay, cool. I got the wife's car or we got to do this or whatever it is. But the cash out is huge for what the investment is, just like in any rental business, um, like an equipment rental. A lot of times you rent a speaker. It's like two hundred dollars rental for the speaker. The speaker costs six hundred dollars, guys, for the whole damn speaker. Yeah, it like costs six hundred dollars. So like the guy only has to rent it out three times, and it's paid for. And so that's why that business is just all of a sudden he's got shit everywhere because 
every time someone rents something, they're almost paying for the three quarters of the thing, uh, a third at least of the thing. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily exactly equating to, uh, you know, to to housing, but it could be equating to your mortgage payment. You know what I mean? You rent right. it out one weekend, it's a third of your mortgage payment or half your mortgage payment. That's a big deal for one weekend. And yeah. uh, to not list that or to not take advantage of that, especially if you're in an area where people want to rent your Airbnb, is silly. It's, it's, it's silly. So uh, I think, like I said, that's why, uh, like you said, the platforms are going to try to educate more. And uh, in general, as people get into the situation of being grindy, getting to that, mm-hmm. and also just and, and also just get caring less about that, like, possessions and things and things like that um people start to think hey let's let's figure this out you know and uh or a friend tells them hey i'm killing it on my rb it's a, you know the neighbor to neighbor mm-hmm. kind of thing or something like that happens and all of a sudden i think that's how the model grows too so you're in the driver's seat my dude you are in the driver's seat my dude uh but now we're about to take you into our top 10 are you ready let's hit it let's hit it he says apple or android oh apple Apple, Netflix, or YouTube? Netflix. Netflix, Instagram, or Facebook? Ooh, Instagram. IG, chicken or steak or vegetarian meal? Mm, chicken. Chicken, laptop or smartphone? Uh, laptop. Laptop, me too, old school, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Spotify or Pandora? Spotify. Spotify, movies or video games? Uh, movies. Movies, reading books, or listening to books? Ooh, reading. Reading, get the physical. Uh, if you're diversifying portfolios, uh, stocks, real estate, or crypto? Ooh, uh, I'm going to go real estate. Real estate, baby. You can live in it, you can Airbnb it, and you can also make this <laughs> from it, baby. Let's go. There we go. Uh, and if you're thinking about a vacation, because you deserve it, my dude. We all work hard in entrepreneurship. We deserve a vacation, and you get to enjoy a business that gets to work remotely. If you're choosing your next destination, my guy, what would you choose? Ocean or a lake? Ooh, ocean for ocean. sure. Ocean. What ocean would you want to go to for your next destination? We're working for. Oh the next man. Year. Um, I'm gonna pick a oddball. I'll pick the Indian Ocean. Let's Ooh, go there. Nice. Let's go to the Indian Ocean. I'm ready. Never been to the Indian Ocean. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah. And when you're waking up in your morning, my dude, you're getting pumped, energized, ready for the day. Why do you love being you? Wow, what a question. Um, uh, Location and time and getting to pick what I work on. I think that's the best part about entrepreneurship, right, is getting to pick what you work on. Uh, So that gets pumped for sure. That's the best, dude. People don't forget, you work a lot, but you also get to control your time, which is incredible. It is incredible. Um, and your own destiny. You get to control your destiny. Do you think you'll ever well, retire? Sad. Do you think you'll ever retire from entrepreneurship, running businesses, uh, maybe venture capital, maybe investing down the road too, whatever? I don't think so. I think it's just fun to do. It's like a project to do, and I'm driving. I'm sure you feel the same. It's just it's fun. It keeps your brain stimulated. Keeps it. So at some point, even it's like it doesn't matter about the money. It just matters about the fun and the enjoyment and keeping your brain active. So I don't. I don't think I will. It's going to be a long road, baby. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. Too, man. I believe that too, man. Something about the keeping the synapses, keeping your mind challenged. Even those days of where you're really challenged, they say your brain is building new synapses. And so that's what mm-hmm. keeps you smart, baby. Keeps you on your edge. I love it. Keep you on your edge, baby. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you have a routine on starting your day? Is there? Do you have a routine that you get going on your day? 
It honestly depends where in the world I am. Like, for example, let's say right now I'm in um, Israel. Time right. zones are a little bit tougher, so you work at nighttime. So therefore, my mornings kind of get a little bit messed up. Gotcha. But it always starts with uh, hopefully some uh, kind of like a walk in the morning, kind of getting ready for the day, start nice. with the coffee, have the home office, kind of go from there. So it varies nice. depending where I'm located for sure. How about yourself, Travis? I got. I, I probably have the similar. I have two kids, so my my mm-hmm. morning routine is not exactly ideal that I would like prior to that. But it, in the morning, on the weekends, we do a a, a swap uh, where we'll go. We'll hit the gym. I like going to the gym, getting some physical activity in the morning if I yeah. can. Uh, now that I'm a dad, I get a lot of more physical activity in the evenings as the kids go go to bed if I can, and then basically mm-hmm. all day is a dang physical activity, holding a dang twenty five pound kettlebell one-year-old strangling that three-year-old take it. Hey, come on, yeah. girl, let's go here. get this kid, get this kid this way. Uh, it's quite a, uh, quite a journey, but cause I'm a pop entrepreneur, full-time dad that wants to be a dad and entrepreneur. Although I know it's crazy. Uh, and I only have a few more years before they're at school. You know what I mean? I'll have a few mm-hmm. more years before they're, you know, they're gone, baby. And I'm, I'm going to have way more time to go golfing with my buddies or do things that, you know, I've had to push back on, uh, up to now. But yeah, I think something like that. Uh, I like to try to listen to a little bit of uh, meditation or some sort of uh, mindset thing uh, while mm-hmm. I'm watching my son or daughter. It's not always as meditative. Uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes they let it be. I just put one earbud in and I listen to it in my ear, so I can also see what's going on. Um, but yeah, I think it's a great. And then obviously getting some coffee in the body and getting the day going, getting to figure out what what what, what do we got to figure out today. What do we got the challenges, the top things we got to do today? And then I'm always shocked by what's going on in the world today a little bit too you mm-hmm. get a little bit of that in uh you never know what's going on obviously day by day i don't spend a lot of time in the media or news so i just kind of just check it out real quick and then and then i i move on you know i yep. check the emails make sure no one's firing off some craziness which i always get once in a while like today uh this is wrong this is wrong and this is wrong okay let's go we got to change all that by seven o'clock let's get it um <laughs> And uh, and then obviously in the in the perfect world, uh, spending great time with my kiddos, and then uh, getting some work done, baby. Uh, getting some podcasting done. Uh, is there a skill you're trying to master right now? Something to try to get better at? Ooh, um, I think always honing in on the sales skills, right? I think it's so it's such an important part of, and it, it never ends. You're never like, hey, I fully mastered it, and I am the best at it. So that's I think like an ongoing evolution of just trial and error, trial and error, trial and error, and just kind of figuring it out from there. So that plus then getting much, much better at delegation as well is pretty key. So hard to do. So hard yep. to do. The greatest know how to do it easy. And they also know how to say no, no, no. Mm-hmm. No this, no that. Uh, I was listening to the Board Ape guys. He said, uh, like the last couple of years, I've had to say no, learn how to say no a lot. The guys mm. that created a Board Ape. Good club. skill. It was, he was like, that's my main skill. I've had to really learn. I was like, it probably makes sense. Everyone probably wants to talk to the board ape. Right. They, they, they created board apes, you know, they they created a, a culture changing movement in NFTs. And even though the NFT market's up and down and it's not, it's a move, huge moving around. It's a big company. Right. Created. So Eucalabs is a big company. Uh, it's just, it's fascinating to think that's the best thing you had to say is no. How many times do you say yes, that you need to be saying no to is my thought. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> If you could sit down uh, and chop it up for a chicken dinner tonight with anybody, who would you want to chop it up with? Oh man, um, I'll, I'd probably pick like Obama. And just Let's see, go. He, he seems like a chill dude. Hell yeah, culture vibes. 
got some pretty crazy stories probably right shoot it on the basketball court in with the music oh, i'm in i'm in baby let's go his probably wife's probably running for president soon uh i'm in let's go uh do you think uh where if you could send our our listeners to the best place to learn not only about you because we're going to get into you but also about the business man where's the best place we send them about the business yeah, um, madethisfranchise.com. That's M-A-I-D-T-H-I-S franchise.com is the best place. It has a ton of information about the business, the business model, the opportunity. Everything is on that website. So that's definitely the best place to go. So I'm going to put that in the show notes, folks. Madethisfranchise.com. Check it out. Low cost. Work from home in a high growth industry, brother. Like I said, you guys, it's a, it's an uptick. You know what I mean? It's in an uptick, baby. We're in an uptrend. And uh, and you're and and I think anyone that's listening that needs that upper extra opportunity, this is the time. This is the time to take advantage of it with low cost, with that with that low floor, baby. You don't have to take the high floor; just take a low floor and make money from the get go. Uh, Airbnb ain't slowing down anytime soon. I'm an investor; it ain't slowing down. We going. Um, and then you personally, my man, Neil, where's your favorite place to hang out socially? Yeah, you, I'm I'm on Twitter for the most part. So Neil B. Parekh, um, my name is where I'm on Twitter. You can even just look up Made This on Twitter. I'm sure you'll be able to find me from there. But I'm I'm on pretty active on there now. I've just gotten active in the last year. So that's definitely the best place to interact. Awesome. So we'll put that in there too. Neil B. Parekh. And then uh, and you, you can find your boy Two Talent out there. Folks, Neil, I really appreciate you, brother. You have an incredible story, but this business is... It's in the driver's seat, baby. It's in the driver's seat, and, uh, Thank and I, like you I, said, I love I love the two sided opportunity. Both, you know, both obviously the franchisees growing and helping them really succeed uh, with this lower cost model, and then also obviously let's just be real. It's in a it's in a model place where it's it's only going up. Well, people yeah. still travel, and uh, more Airbnbs will be happening every single day. Just like you can imagine, and, and any of these two place uh, listing marketplaces. Uh, it's just the future, you know. People are willing, they're open to it, and we're not going backwards. We're not going horse and buggy, folks. So right. I really appreciate you, my dude. And I just wish the world of continued abundance on you, the world of continued success, entrepreneurship, sales tactics, skills, keep continually growing, my dude. Thank you so much for your time today, folks. You've been hanging out with my man Neil Parekh and Travis Tutal and Huff, and we want to thank you so much for your time today. And let's keep being real. What another epic episode. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode today, can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast, The B-Real Show, on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And also take a little time today, if you don't mind, and give your boy T-Huff a review. I would really super appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening today. We're all going through a lot right now. And real-time outsource my business is giving back to local and small businesses. Through our social media services and campaigns, we are actually helping small businesses get more exposure during these times and also when we get through these times. At the end of the day, we don't know how long this is all going to last, but most importantly, you got to think about your business right now. Take it seriously. So come check us out at realtimeoutsource.com, realtimeoutsource.com, and we would love for you to qualify and get the process started where we can take a look at your business and see if we can qualify you for some of our services um, at uh, little to no cost for most of the businesses. And uh, and and some businesses, you know, you're going to have to pay, but that's just part of life, right? But most importantly, 
is that I think this is the time, folks, that you can actually help thrive in your business. And so I would love to help you personally with our team. We're all going through a tough time right now. So take advantage of us. Realtimeoutsource.com. Check us out. And we would love to do some business with you and help you with your social and digital media in 2020 and beyond.